It is Monday, December 23rd. My name is Zach Coronado and this is I'll Drink to That. So this is our fifth episode that we are diving into. So I want to give a big shout out to you, the listener. Uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, you know, like I said, this is our fifth. This is our fifth episode. Um, really, really, it, it really surprised on the feedback that I've gotten. A lot of positive feedback on what I'm doing here. Um, once again, this is really not for me. This is for friends, family, anybody wants to come on and just talk pretty much about anything. Um, but all this could not be done without the support of friends and family. So I really appreciate you guys sharing, liking, subscribing, telling a friend, telling a family member. Leave a five-star rating on Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor FM, wherever you're listening to this podcast. I really do appreciate it. And if you want to be a guest on the podcast, please let me know. Get in contact with somebody or just email me directly. I will be dropping my social media outlets at the end of this episode. Uh, so if you want to come on, you have a... a topic that you'd like to discuss or you'd like like me to discuss a topic let me know please but without further ado this next conversation or this episode is going to be about nfl talk really more reaction video um to the uh games that happened on sunday you know a little overreaction maybe who knows uh and then we get into a little wrestling talk do talk about some wwe some uh aew some nxt the current product uh, i have a buddy of mine that we decided to talk about this so i hope you enjoy uh, this episode, and once again, if you can, please like, share, subscribe, five-star rating, tell a friend, and if you want to be a guest or want a topic, feel free to reach out. In other words, enjoy the show, grab your drink, because we'll, we both will have a drink to that. Hello? Test, test, Mike. Hello. Can you hear me? I could hear you, bud. What's what's the uh, word, big guy? Are you locked in the closet too? No, nah, I'm in my room watching the game. Very nice, very nice. Let me see you. Oh, you're you're a restaurant owner, that's right? Restaurant owner. Restaurant <laughs> owner. That's right. Let me go get the beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for joining us here uh, this evening. Uh, we are recording this on Sunday, December 22nd. Uh, more of a reaction podcast, uh, reaction audio more than anything uh, due to some games that happened in the NFL today. So I uh, called one of my buddies up. Uh, he has some interesting uh, takes that he has on his team. Uh, without further ado, I will go ahead and introduce him. This man is a Leo. Uh, he is a bit, big time orange blood, and what I mean by that, he is a huge Texas Longhorns fan. He actually stood out at, uh, I believe, at Texas or in Austin at 3 a.m. to get on college game day. He had one of the most incredible signs I had seen. Uh, we've met through uh, a podcast that we actually both listened to, became good friends. Uh, to tell you the truth, I've actually never even met him. So we've always just talked through text. He's been in my fantasy football league, uh, but I have yet to meet this man. He is a big time gamer. He is on the Twitch stream. A Twitch stream. Apparently, he is terrible at Madden. Very good at Fortnite, and he is a restaurant owner. He's so restaurant may be coming out big pretty here pretty soon. Uh, I know he's uh, thinking about naming a burrito after me, just because I probably scarfed down about five of them. But this is my good friend D Lentz. What's going on, D Lentz? How are you, brother? I'm good. Good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Uh, just just a little frustrated, my man. I mean, looking at the NFL and seeing what the hell is going on. Uh, 
I know you have some frustrations. I have some frustrations. Uh, but once again, this is I'll drink to that. So as always, we will see what beverages we have on tap today. Tonight, I am rocking a Michelob Ultra Light. Keeping it pretty easy. It was the son's birthday today, so I uh, had uh, caught some tail uh, tail ends of some games, yelling at restaurants because I was watching the game as well. So kind of embarrassed my kid a little bit, with, which I know he'll get over a little bit. Uh, but yeah, man, I am rocking a Michelob Ultra. What are you rocking well, I'm tonight? Broke, de- broke dip, you know, Miller Light. Miller Light, that college broke boy beer. <laughs> no, college broke boy beer. Well, you know, I was never a big college guy, but I was more of a high school broke beer. I was more Bush Light and Keystone. I could never drink that. I could never drink that. That's piss water. Oh, hey, when you when you're trying to ball on a budget, that's kind of what you got. <laughs> Four <with>. local, <laughs> stag, all hey, that stuff. And, and, MD twenty twenty. I don't even know MD what that 2020s. is. <laughs> Oh uh, well, man, I don't even. You're you're in your twenties, aren't you? You're like what? Your mid twenties. Twenty. You're twenty one. Yeah. Holy shit! Okay, damn, I got about a good twelve years <laughs> on you, my man. Shit. Okay, so you, 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 you don't know anything about the past. You're still a young yeah. and I like that, man. I like that. Brother, going through it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I've seen, I've seen the Twitter talk. I've seen the, those midnight posts, those, those subliminal messages you send. They're pretty nice, man. I tend to like them and I'll retweet them every now and then. You see me. Pop out of nowhere. <laughs> 3.30 a.m. I'm thinking about you. I'm like, huh? What the fuck? I was like, well, thanks, brother. And I just I respond or something. Yeah, I'm usually too intoxicated to uh, answer, so... Yeah, that's that's it. Sometimes happens. Sometimes happens. All right, man. Well, we'll jump right into it, man. Let's talk about. Uh, we'll talk about your team first. So, uh, you are a huge Seattle Seahawks fan. Um, so, you know, I I was just watching, and I didn't see the game. I literally just saw the update, and I saw that the Cardinals beat the Seahawks. So, I'm trying to figure out what the hell happened because they had the number one seed going into this week so tell me a little bit about what happened what what do you think happened what the downfall was and what's the future look like it's over that's 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 the future it's over the season's <laughs> over it's like there's there's no See? coming back from this there's, it's, it's over it's done just gonna have to go to the playoffs maybe win in the wild card and then get her beat by 20 in divisional it's, it's over <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so it's so, in the words of Ty, Ty Schmidt, uh, they stink. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, we do. Now we do. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know, dude. I mean, when you got you got Russ, Russell, uh, Russell Wilson, man. I mean, I, I, I think you got a shot. Bro, it, you know it's what I mean? not I, Russell. I think when... We have we were missing Clowney. We were missing Quandre Diggs, our starting safety. We we're missing Shaquille Griffin, our starting corner. Michael Kendricks barely played. Anza was like on like one wheel. And then during the game, the defense could stop nobody. It's the freaking Cardinals. Like, what are we doing? And then on offense, Chris Carson has, like, a hip problem. Okay, he goes down. Okay, we're thinking, okay, let's get pro size in, which is not even our second string. It's our third string running back. Because our second string tore his ACL, like, three weeks ago. Our third string running back breaks his arm. So now we're on our fourth string guy. Like, what's going on? And then our left tackle has knee problems, so he's out. So now we're missing our left tackle, all three running backs. 
Like, and then our offense all of a sudden turns into freaking JV level. Like, what, what, what are we doing? We have Russell Wilson, and we can't move the ball on the Cardinals. Like, what? Lockett had like two catches the entire game. Metcalf had no catches. Like, I don't know. I don't know what happened today. I just know that after all these injuries, it's over. So you think? So you you think they're gonna phone it in? They may get a win in the in the wild card, but then. They're going to get smashed uh, yep. in the divisional. Is that, is well, that what you're saying? They're going to smash next week against the Niners, too. I don't care if it's at home. Clowney's not even 100%. I don't even know who's going to suit up next week. Man, you might as well just get the pads on, bro. I mean, shit, you're still I mean, they, they already said John shit. Snyder is going to get on the phone and call running backs. So I might as well send some film. Yeah, might as well <laughs> send him up there. I got a I got a buddy up in Seattle, man. He 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 could he actually lives out there, so uh we'll send the tapes to him. Maybe he can run it down to the stadium to old Pete Carroll. Mm. You you might be able to catch Pete Carroll at the at the Lubies dinner at five thirty. Yeah, that's <laughs> coach in the NFL right there. That big yeah, guy. I don't, I don't want anything hey. to do with that 49ers defense. <laughs> hey, I, I will say that, dude. The Niners are I mean the Niners are for real. I mean the, the NFC West in a whole is is a stacked division i mean with the i mean with the exception maybe of the cardinals but i mean they they came and they waxed you know the the seahawks and then you have the rams the rams you just don't know what team's going to show up but they've they've officially been eliminated already so you don't got to worry about them going in there but i mean you got the niners that just you know i i i look at their defense their defense is pretty stout but it seems like garoppolo man he 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 can get it done Mm. I think he could get it done if he needs to, and if he's to hang forty up there, he might have to. And he can—he's proven that he's—he can do it. I don't believe it. that. Um, no, you don't against the Seahawks. Dude, shit his pants. As soon as Clowney started getting after him, and as soon as he was getting pressured, you could see he wasn't—you know—he wasn't ready. He was—he was flustered. And it, when it came down fourth quarter, when they drove on that, he threw two passes right at Bobby Wagner, right at KJ, right. If they don't drop those passes, there is no, oh, our, our backup kicker missed the field goal. That's the only reason why you guys won. Like, no, 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 no. If Bobby Wagner catches that pass that he threw right at him, there is no controversy. But okay. Controversies. All yeah, these controversies. That's, that's, that's the Niners say. Oh, it's because we were on our backup kicker. Okay, bro. He threw two passes right at our defense. And these guys dropped it. Like, no. Even the commentators are like, Oh, Jimmy G looks like he's panicking. I don't know what he's doing. And it's true. He panicked. And when they played, who was it, the Falcons, again, he didn't look good against the Rams. I'll give him that. He converted two third and 16s. But Jalen Ramsey, I don't know what the hell he was doing on that play. He just decided not to play on that third and six. He was like, oh, I'm not going to play. Like, he just stood there and then ran after the guy. Like, I don't know what he was doing. And then on, and then in the post game, he says it wasn't his fault. Like, what? I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's I mean, it's a dog race in the NFC. I mean, you got so many contenders. Um, but it, it's just like, you know, with the New Orleans Saints, they looked shaky today against the Titans. And that was the one game I was really interested in because Titans are fighting for a playoff spot in the AFC. New Orleans has a chance to go and get the number one seed if they win. And let's say the Niners end up losing. You know, they, they end up taking the number one seed. So I thought that was a real interesting game, man. From my understanding, when I saw, you know, when I peaked, because like I said, I was out with my, my family, <clears throat> so I didn't get to watch a lot of the football games. But I did see that the, at one point the Titans were up like 14-3 to three or 14-0 to zero yeah, at some point. And, 
yeah, and it was just a dog fight. And then I look again, and now it's thirty-one twenty-one Saints. I'm like, okay, just Drew Brees came back. So, you know, I, I think the the road to the in the NFC is going to end up running through the Saints. Um, I, I I have faith in Seattle. You know, I, I think they can beat the Niners next week just because of, of uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, I mean, if he's able to pull that out, you know, he they may limp into the playoffs, but they'll be at least Bro, in the we're not limping. So, yeah, I'll give we're crippled credit. like by a thousand percent. No, we're not even crawling. We're like on crutches, <laughs> dragging a leg, bro, with a broken <laughs> arm with a brace and a neck brace and a black eye. Like, it, it's that bad. And then the worst part oh. about the game is when the game was on the line, it's like third third and like two in the red zone and we're handing the ball off to our four string running back. Like, bro, put that, put the ball in Russell Wilson's hands. If I lose, if I watch Seahawks lose and Russell Wilson throws a pick, fumbles, gets sacked. Okay. I'm fine with that. But our four string running back, like, he's, like, what are we doing? Uh, win and die by your MVP. That's, that's, that's all I want. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to, you paid him all that money, put the game yeah. in his hands, you know, He's, that's the reason you paid him that money. I mean, even if it wasn't, it's just frustrating when you have a guy like that with that much talent and you're not using him the way you should be. Because that's what it seemed like. As soon as the, the running backs got hurt, like they kept trying to run the ball. It's like, no, screw that. Forget the run. Let's air it out. Just air it out and die by hey. Russell's voice's arm. That's true, and I remember uh, we talked we talked about it a couple of a couple episodes back. Uh, me and my cousin, because he had a couple of those guys from the from the Seahawks, because he said he had Russell Wilson on his fantasy team, but then they would run up the score, and then they just start handing the ball off. And I believe he mentioned uh, your running backs that just got hurt. Pro was it Procease or what's uh, his name? Procease got hurt today in Carson, but it was Penny. Procease and Carson uh, Penny as well. That's right. That's that's the person. That's the name I was looking for. Um, but dude, I mean, if C- if Seattle could get a buy in the first round, dude, you, that, that place to play in Seattle and that, that is a, that is one tough place to play. You know, I've, I've seen, I, you know, I think we talked about it, but my two favorite plays have all been by beast mode when he's broken off those runs. Wow. And I know when he broke that run off against the, the saints in the playoffs years back that it also, it actually caused a bit of a mini earthquake. It actually hit the Richter scale. It actually hit a little. That's how much noise that stadium was making. So um, I believe home field advantage, Seattle, is somebody you don't want to see in the playoffs. Yeah, but to get to there, we have to win next week. And Clowney is not even – he's doubtful for next week. If Clowney doesn't play against the Niners, I have zero hope. I would hammer the 49ers as a Seahawks fan. <laughs> Drop my freaking financial aid and hammer the freaking – 49ers. I have no hope of us beating the 49ers. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You probably have more hope than I do. Oh, right. And you know why? You know why? (laughs) You know why? My fucking team is the Dallas Cowboys. That's why. Oh, Lord. It is so hard to be a Cowboys fan. (laughs) It's so frustrating to be a fucking Cowboys fan right now, man. I'll tell you what. And I'm going to drink to that because I am a Cowboys (laughs) fan. And through thick and thin, man, I've I've been through the Ryan Leafs, I've been through the Quincy Carters, I've been through the Drew Stantons, or all the quarterbacks we've had. Oh man, and then Romo. But it it, it man, I don't even know where the fuck to start. <laughs> where do we start? Hey man, the only thing you can look at is that with this team, new coach, you're gonna get a good draft pick. You know, there's hope. Not this year, but next year, there's hope. <laughs> 
Man, I don't know, dude. It's it's just so frustrating. If somehow we, you know, Daniel Jones and Saquads Barkley ends up coming out and 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 uh, beasting against the Eagles, and then we end up winning and we get to the playoffs, well, and we got the fucking that. talent. I don't think you want that? I I well, I don't see. It's one of those things. I love I I love the team so much. I want us to go to the playoffs. I want us to be NFC East champions. I want us to say, okay, we're able to do it back to back for the first time in fucking eight years in the NFCs. That's more of a bragging rights thing there, but it, it's true. It's it's one of those double edged swords where you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If we make the playoffs, okay, great. Then there's the inkling that they could hire fucking Garrett again and give him an extension because he made it to the playoffs or made it to the yeah, championship or fuck if, it, we made it to the if you play this crippled Seattle team, you probably win. So you're talking about the Cowboys going to the divisional. So it's okay, we're back in the divisional. You never know what can happen. Maybe they win against the Niners. I mean they'd be what the fifth seed. They no they they would play unless yeah. No, they'd be the fourth seed. Well, so they would play either the Niners or or the Saints. If you well, so. well yeah, it, well, what's funny is is right now the two teams that are in the wild card are fucking limping in, yep. which are the Vikings and the Seahawks, yeah. number five and six. Vikings just lost Dalvin Cook. I don't know how long he's going to be out for, you know. And then you have the Seahawks. Of course, we just rattled off all those names. So you got two of those teams that are limping in right now. So, I mean, you know, if you, if you think about it, that could, that's that's a possibility. You know, we, we may – if we end up getting to the playoffs, getting the division – we may be able to get to the divisional, you know yep. what I mean? And, you know, and then after that, it's a fucking crapshoot. But let me say, I don't really want that. Like, I, if I, well, I would rather take the draft picks, get a new coach, and get someone that's not a yes man and someone that's not in Jerry's pocket. Someone that's I got someone like a Jimmy Johnson, you know, someone that's out there, not someone that's just going to clap on the sidelines and not do anything controversial. Cause it's, it's, Hey man, Doc, Doctor Clap, Doctor Clap will fix everything, man. That that motherfucker. I, and I think about it, you know, this decade of, of mediocrity, man. You know, the era. Unfortunately, it's 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 the era of Garrett, which is the era of eight and eight, the era of five hundred. You know, so many years we finished five hundred or a little tiny below five hundred, or if not, we had thirteen win seasons, maybe like two of them. You know, it makes me think back to you know, Romo. Yeah, how much how much talent was wasted with Romo because of the coaching that we just didn't see, but just because the athlete that Romo was, he was able to keep us into games. But years and years we'd come out and we were eight and eight, eight and nine. It always come down to the last game of the fucking season. It was on prime time. It's the Cowboys versus the Eagles. It's the Cowboys like versus the Giants <laughs> for the division. I'm like, why? It's the same shit. It's the same story, different chapter. You know what I mean? So, I, I personally, I'm ready to close the book on the Garrett era. Um, but I mean, it's interesting to see like the coaches that are out there. I would love to see like a Ron Rivera come in, mm-hmm. you know, that, that he, you know, he's a yeah. good coach. Hell, I would, I would, I might even, you know, I beg to say, and this might be a very unpopular, you know, comment along, uh, uh, among a lot of people, but Hugh Jackson as an offensive coordinator, he did really good in, in a lot of different places, but not as a head coach, but bring him in maybe as an offensive coordinator, maybe just uh, an assistance coach, you know? Um, cause it's, you have so many weapons on the offense, but it, it's, you know, the, the receivers aren't helping Dak at all either. You know, I, they, so many drops I, in, in the, in the bits and pieces I saw while I was eating at Texas roadhouse. Oh, there goes some of my studio. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> my studio, I mean my closet shit. 
just had some, some shoes just fell on me, busting my ass. Um, but but like I was saying, yeah, I mean, all these drop passes, you know, it's it's killing Dak, killing drives, and not keeping those alive, and it's just it's it gets frustrating. I mean, it's not not much you can do when your receivers aren't helping you out, man, and they're just dropping passes, and it's just, you know, shit's just there. But that, that goes back to basics, you know, that leadership basics, fundamentals. Are we even teaching the fundamentals anymore, you know? So that that's what gets me, and that, that's what frustrates the hell out of me. But I do think, you know, anybody else that's going to come in needs to be, I, I think, really fundamentally sound as a coach. Uh, I can see Ron Rivera doing that. Um, you know, I, I'm not too big on these college coaches to tell you what? the truth. See, that's uh, the first guy I would I, get I, is Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley and Dallas would be I, insane. You He's think so? QB whisperer. What are you talking about? Well, the, see, this is this is how much in tune I am to to college. I don't really follow college football a lot. Um, I just hear all I ever hear is oh, we had a five star, four star, three star. I have no clue what that See, means. You know Baker I mean? wasn't any of that. Baker was a walk on at Texas Tech, and then he then he transferred to OU, and then freaking what's his name Lincoln Riley made him a freaking Heisman Trophy win. Okay, he takes Kyler Murray. He was there for one year, redshirting behind Baker. Comes in the next year, plays for one year under Lincoln Riley system, wins a Heisman Trophy. So now as Texas fan, you're thinking, okay, now they're going to suck. No, 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 they say. Jalen Hurts transfers to OU for the exact <laughs> very reason to be with Lincoln Riley. Yeah, he, he, had, a, he had a fucking great season. I, I, I guess I see your point. I do see your point. Uh, the last – well, not the last two. Well, the last two before this past one, before Burrow, who won the Heisman, were all, both from OU. Yeah. And both number one picks were from OU, Baker, and then Kyler. Look at, so I, look I at it this way. There. You get Lincoln Riley, and the first round you pick up CeeDee Lamb. So now you have CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, may, maybe pick up maybe, – maybe a kid, you know. <laughs> Keep Gallup or Cobb, I don't know. But with those two guys already, and then you have Lincoln Riley, and you're talking about Dak Prescott running back in the day that Mississippi State offense he used to run when he was lethal. And then, and then you still yeah. have Zeke, and you have an incredible O-line. I, I would hammer it, and I would, I would love the Cowboys. I mean, I hate them, but I would see them winning a lot of games with Lincoln Riley's system. Well, I'll drink to that, <laughs> guy. I will drink to that. And I will drink to that. <laughs> well, yeah, you pick up oh, a guy man, like but... CeeDee Lamb and you pair him with, with Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott. Like, have you seen this guy play in college? Uh, oh, no. I, I, he's honestly, electric. I honestly don't know. I have no idea. He's probably the best receiver in college football right now. And it's not even like – it's insane how good he is. is yeah, close? it's insane how good he is. Well, who, who does Oklahoma. he play for? Oklahoma. Okay. Well, see, I hear a lot of Texas talking in my office where I work. Uh, I got this guy who's very much like you. Oh, blood, trust man. me. He, bring up CeeDee Lamb, and he's going he's gonna to have an instant headache of how, how he torched yes. us during the Red River rivalry this year, last year, and every single year we play against Texas. <laughs> I mean, against Oklahoma. Oh, it's – it's it's hilarious because I'll just jab at him all, all the time just just to get him just to get him riled up. I'm like, man, I should have taken that bet with you that Texas is only gonna win eight games this year because <laughs> I, I had I had said something I had something to that effect. I was like, Texas might only win like seven or eight games this year. Really, bud? Like it was just it, it was just it was hilarious. 
it, it was it was fucking hilarious. But here's one thing, uh, D. Lynn said I'm going to debut here. Uh, something that I've wanted to do, and I like to just call these. break in the action we are going to debut something here on i'll drink to that and this little short two to three minute um tidbit is just random facts hope you enjoy random facts just out of the blue break you know just break the conversation and just have a random fact here so this random fact uh, that I do have it comes from this this gentleman that I work with. Uh, my buddy's name is Jay. So let me ask you this, D. Lenz. What do you think the name Caesar dressing came from? The name what? Like the Caesar dressing. You know, you have like a Caesar salad. Yeah. Why do, why do you think it's called the Caesar uh, salad? Caesar is eating them salads at Rome. Yeah, you think so? Gobbling them down. <laughs> Close. Well, the actual answer is, is it was actually named after a guy that invented the actual Caesar dressing, which is named Cesar Cardini in Tijuana, Mexico in 1924. So that's just a little random fact. What's going to do for you? I have no idea. Maybe just take up some space in your brain there. <laughs> but nice little interesting conversation starter. Uh, I thought I'd just... Oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the bar to and go to and be like, hey, you know where the Caesar salads come from? Hey. <laughs> Exactly, and then we're we're both of Mexican descent, so it makes perfect sense. No, but... bro, one of these twenty-one year old girls is gonna be like, Get the "Fuck away from me!" The fuck are you doing? <laughs> the fuck are you? <laughs> oh man! All right, man. Let's go into uh, the AFC now. Uh, I think right now it's the Baltimore Ravens That's it. division That's to lose. AFC talk. That's it. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's a it's 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 the Ravens' uh, chance to lose. I see them in the actually. I see them against the Bills yeah. in the AFC Championship. I don't know if the Bills can go all the way because they're. I don't think their offense can carry them all the way, but I think their defense will definitely carry them to a divisional. Maybe the conference, yeah. depending who they play. If they play the Chiefs or in, or the if they play the Patriots, I could see it happen. If they play the Chiefs or even the Ravens, don't know. Because right now they're what they're number See, five, aren't they? They're in the wild card. They're yeah, they're not. They're number five, so they would be going up against the Texans. Or they'll beat the Texans first round if playoffs. They'll beat the Texans. Yeah, I think they could beat the Texans. I I, I picked Buffalo as kind of like my dark horse in the AFC. Um, I could see them making it to the AFC Championship going against the Ravens because, you know, and, and listening to the show that we both listen to a lot, or the podcast, PMS, um, they talked about how the Buffalo Bills were the only team that were able to contain Lamar Jackson, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. They're they're built for it. I mean, and, and they're not going to stop them. It's just a matter of time. I just don't think they're often to um, do it, though. Not against the Ravens. You don't not think so? Oh, man. It's, I mean... It's interesting, but I mean, I, but then who knows? The Patriots could just fucking turn it on and they'll come out of nowhere about it. and they'll figure it out. They've been who saying knows? they're going to figure it out since like week two or in week 17. And they have. This is true. 
Yeah, that 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 offense is pretty bad. Yeah. So, uh, question for you: Who do you see taking the number six in seed? the AFC? In the AFC, right now it's a tight Look, race. We got the the Titans at eight and seven, the Steelers at eight and seven, and the Raiders at seven and yeah. eight. But who's playing right uh, now? The Chiefs and the Bears. Okay, so that that really now you're you gonna know, lie. The Raiders are gonna take it, and I'll tell you why. You. You think the Raiders, the Raiders. I'll tell you why they're going to take it. I just saw it right now. Today, they need they needed 10 things to happen in these two weeks to make the playoffs. And <laughs> five serious? of them happened today. The Steelers lost, the Colts won, the Browns lost today, the Titans lost, and the Raiders won. So now next week, they need five more things to happen. And I just seen the picture. It's going to happen. Like, these are, this isn't like... A you know things that you'd be like oh we're throwing out like these teams are gonna lose and these teams are gonna win. No. I'll tell you right now, let me find this on Twitter. And it's just five teams that need to. Where is it? Where is it? All right, let me see. I'm trying to pull this up as well. Let's see. All lot. Okay, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Titans, and Browns all lost in the Indianapolis Colts won. A Raiders win against the Chargers officially keep Oakland alive heading into the final week of the season. Done deal. Oakland has beat the Chargers. Okay, let's see what we got here. Pivotal play. No, that's kind of just all it gives me. I don't know what the next things are, are going to happen, but let's see. Into the four game winning. Okay. A few things need to happen next week. Five more. Uh, the Raiders need to win. The Brutus are need at winning at Denver. They need to win at Denver as well as the Steelers need to lose to Baltimore. And the Titans need to lose to the Texans. And the Colts need to win against the Jaguars. And then they're. All those things are going to happen. You think all those things are going to happen? The only team I see there that could maybe ruin it is Tennessee. But not if Derek Henry doesn't play. Yeah, yeah, he was he, he was banged up this game as well, play. right? No. He didn't play. So okay. I don't know if he's gonna play next week. And the last time they played, he was a huge factor in that game. And that game was in Tennessee mm-hmm. too. Time they're going back to Houston. Okay. So I don't I don't think the Texans are gonna lose. Now let's see here. Do the Texans have anything to really play for to improve their stock? Uh. I mean, they they might not have anything to play for at this point, man. They've locked up the division. Let's see. If they do, let's say they do win and the Chiefs were to lose, they move up to the third spot, but they can't go any further than than the number three seed. So, I mean, is it it outside the realm of possibility that the Houston Texans are going to sit some of their guys? No, I don't think so because you want to be the three seed. You don't want to be at the bottom because that could be the difference. If you're having another home playoff game, or you're playing on the road. So you want to be at, like as high as you can be. Plus, it's a divisional game. You don't want to lose against your division rival. Yeah, you got a point there. You got a point. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, I could see uh, some of those things happening. Maybe not all of them. Um, but I heard, uh, was it Josh Jacobs? I heard he went yeah, down. He did. did he go yeah. down? He did, right? So that that's, I know that's a huge, huge impact there. Um, let's see, because he's leading the the team with a thousand hundred and fifty yards. Oh, another thousand yard rusher for them. That's good. Uh, yeah. And he's a rookie had seven, he has seven TDs. Derek Carr has 3,300, almost 3,400 yards, 19 touchdowns. So, wow. I mean, double doink. Yeah. No, the chiefs though. (laughs) On an extra point. 
Wow. Smacked it off the left, off the right, and smacked off the right. <laughs> wow. For the brand. <laughs> Not a good there. look, but yeah. <laughs> right, we'll take it. In in our words, where we say para la madre. There we go. We'll, we'll drink, uh, drink yeah. to that. <laughs> uh, that's a little inside joke that we got. Um, Got shirts made and everything. Don't worry. Uh <laughs> Let's see here. All right, man. So let, let's let's talk a little bit more about. Um, let's see. So we touched on the AFC. We touched on the NFC. Um, let's talk about the XFL, bud. Are you excited about the XFL? Are you looking yeah, forward to Pat it? Yeah, I just tweeted. Oh no, a double doink from Butker just to rub it in the city of Chicago's face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and if y'all don't know who we're talking about, uh, Pat McAfee. Uh, when I said PMS, that's Pat McAfee show. That's a podcast that we both listen to. That's how we became acquainted. Um, former punter for the Indianapolis Colts, kicker in high school for West Virginia Mountaineers. I believe he still holds a school record for most points at West Virginia. Um, and then was the holder of Adam Vinatieri's balls um, as a holder while, of course, Vinatieri kicked. So, <clears throat> So whenever we reference Pat or we say anything like that, it's in reference to Pat McAfee. Uh, or you'll hear us say something about Viva Lazito. Zito's another guy that plays games that's in, affiliated with Pat. Uh, good guy. Good Latino presence. He's uh, Cuban, yeah. right? Cuban. Cuban does not cannot speak Spanish. He was hypnotized apparently as a kid. Uh, but this guy's not here to defend himself. But he may be a guest. We've talked about this. I know we've talked to him about it, about being a, uh, our first probably high-profile guest on our show um, or on the show here. So we'll see if we'll make that happen. Let's get him in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You think he'll be down to uh, do it? He's pretty busy now. He's got a girl now. Oh, that's right. Latin lovers eat. That's yeah. right. You got a lady now. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that changes everything. Everything. Yeah, no more uh, nine-hour streams. No, bud. I, I remember those those nights you do those nine hour streams, Twitch, like three thirty in the morning, <laughs> draining shots, yeah. making putts and shit. I'm like, dude, you're. And then he'd be at work. Well, that's that's when they would do the show late, but now they got to wake their asses up. Yeah, early. well, no, I don't so, think anymore. Now that they're done, I think after football, it's gonna be different. Well, no, they still have the radio show because uh, the radio yeah. show comes on at nine. So they still got to be up early, and they have like whatever their pre production meeting, whatever they're gonna talk about. Um. Nothing like our operation here. Our operation is to be like, hey, man, you want to record? Sure. Let's Fuck do it. it. All right, man. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> this is what we're going to talk about. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let me get a beer. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. I'm ready to get Let's drinks. Go. Oh, man. But uh, XFL, man, um, I'm excited just to see how it turns out. You know, a, a big thing that I remember when they talked about, I was listening to another podcast, um, they talked about the first initial venture that they had it up and running in 90 days. And that's about the time frame they had. That's terrible. To get that whole yeah, exactly. I mean, you gotta get a league together, teams together, draft, all that in 90 days. Now I think Vince McMahon has done it right. And he is two year process now. So he's investing, he's he's doing things right now. So I think I mean, I think it's gonna have a, a good look, it's gonna have a good feel. Um I, I just get worried about the quality of play. Yeah. You know, that that's the big thing. Well, the quality may and, be and bad, I think... but, I mean, when the freaking, what was it, the, what was the other league that got shut down? With this, the AFF yeah, or AFL, or, 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 or I don't know what it was. But 
No, it was an AAF or AFF, yeah. American Football yeah. Federation. Or I liked like watching those games. I liked watching the San Antonio games just simply because it was in San Antonio. But those yeah. games, I mean, at first they were terrible. And they sucked. Mm. Everyone was talking about, <laughs> oh, bet on the over, bet on the over. No, bet on the under because the, <laughs> the receivers were running left and the ball was being thrown right. The snaps oh, were going Lord. over the head. Like, it was terrible football. But it was football. Yeah. And towards the end, yeah, yeah, towards the end, it got better. And then once they were going to give it to the playoffs or whatever, and then it got shut down. It was kind of like, you know, yeah. exciting football, I guess, playoff football, even though it's, ex- I mean, it's uh, whatever, uh, like a second league. So maybe the XFL, mm-hmm. I mean, it's been better. They, I mean, they'd have some sort of high-profile names. Maybe not that big, but, you know, decent talent. And, you know, maybe it'll be better. They have some good coaches. I know Bob Stoops is the coach of the Dallas team. Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm excited. We got two teams in Texas. We have the Dallas Renegades and the Houston Roughnecks. And if you look at the Houston Roughnecks, it's very similar. And I might actually be a Houston Roughnecks fan just because of that. It has a very old symbol of the Oilers. You remember the yeah. whatever it was, like that oil thing? So it has that. So kind of like a little throwback, paint homage to the old Houston Oilers. Um, let's see, I'm on their website right now. So let's see what they said. So we got the Dallas Renegades, the Houston Roughnecks, the L.A. Wildcats, the Seattle Dragons, the Washington D.C. Defenders. These are the Guardians of, I think, New York. The St. Louis Battlehawks and the Tampa Bay Vipers. Uh, so, well, we got about eight teams. Eight teams, I think, only. Yeah. So I think, yeah. So I just remember in, in the original XFL, man, one of the f- most. We, like one of the most not outlandish things, but just was something that was just all in all different from what I saw was the way they decided who received the ball. I don't know if you remember that. I, I don't know. Do you remember the XFL at all? Because I know you were a lot nope. younger, so I don't know if you ever <laughs> saw it. You don't. Okay. So the way there was a coin flip. So, you know, what NFL coin flip, you know, kick, receive, defer, whatever, right? Well, in the XFL, what it used to be is, if I'm not mistaken, they would put a football in the middle of the field on the 50 yard line. And I think they lined up one guy on the 20 and another guy in the other 20. And it was a dead sprint to the middle to go get the ball. And whoever had the ball got the choice. The- so, yes, it was it was outlandish, man. It, it was it was like that was unheard of. Now, what would end up happening is these guys would be going. It's basically a scrum once they both get basically there, a you concussion know, so waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. They uh they they focused a lot on on just high a lot of different a lot of highlights like hits, but also like different camera angles. They used a lot of pyro, just like in the WWE WWF at the time. Yeah. Um, but they also showed a lot of TNA, bro. It was a it was a lot about tits and ass. It really was. It was because it was during the the whole Attitude yeah. Era. If you remember the Attitude Era, and I say speak of the Attitude Era, I talk about the WWE, the Monday Night Wars, which we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, but that's what they try to gear it towards towards that demographic between eighteen and about thirty five, thirty six. Um, the football at first was good, and it just plummeted after that. You know, um, they had wrestling guys trying to do sports play-by-play, which was kind of off because they didn't know what they were talking about. So it, it, it got kind of stagnant. Uh, but some of the concepts were pretty, pretty, you know, ahead of its time, like that, all that. 
Um, but what was funny is that these uh, well, not funny, but what was unique also is they had nicknames uh, on the back of their their jerseys. Yeah, I remember so, that. You remember? I had, I seen. Yeah, yeah. That there's there's the what was I think the most famous guy. Um, I think it was uh, he hate me. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, he was the most. It was something like that. Rod Smart was his name, and he was called He Hate Me. And he, he was, a receiver, <laughs> he was wasn't he? Uh, I believe so. It was uh, Toro Deshaun. Rod Smart is a former American football running back. Played at uh, Western Kentucky. Was signed by the San Diego Chargers, and then in the in the two thousand in year two thousand. Yeah, but he's the one that. Everybody remembers he was with the Vegas Outlaws, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, that was his nickname. He hate me. <laughs> so that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty unique. But I know the the main the main QB right now for the for DC is uh, was it um, Cardell is it Cardell, yeah, Cardell Jones what's his name Ohio State. Cardell Jones yeah. that guy that kid yeah so he's he's the he's the the quarterback for the um, defenders. Yeah, I think so. he's the one that tweeted, uh, we don't get paid to, to go to school. We get paid to play football. He yeah, he said State. some outlandish. Yes. Yeah, cause I know he was a guest so. on with Pat, and he talked about it. Because I remember when he tweeted that, oh, he got ripped by everybody. But it, it low-key, I thought about that, too, when I was playing football. I was like, man, you know, he has a point. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not getting paid to do any of this, and I do it just because I want to, and then I still gotta go to class. And I'm just thinking, at my level, you know, NAIA was it was a lot easier. Can't imagine what those mm-hmm. guys go through. So, so, so you played some college ball. Where did you play college? Uh, in ball Illinois, at? At Lindenwood University. Illinois. For two years. Okay. What position were you? Kicker? At first, I was a corner. Then I decided I just wanted to kick because it was a lot easier. Yeah, I bet, man. How, so, how how were those training camps like, or just the uh, the whole the whole field vibe? I, I never played uh, college ball. I was too small. You know, I was your typical um, Latin Mexican. I guess you call it height five five. Hit puberty in seventh grade, so I was. That's you it. Know, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. That that's the peak of of our my you know football career. Though <laughs> I played middle. I, I mean, I I played high school balls, middle peak linebacker. Peaked in so middle school. Was, it was. <laughs> They, well, not peaked in middle school, but you know, most 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 Mexicans, most Mexican kids or Latin kids have full grown mustaches yeah. by seventh grade. You know, so that's just in our genes. We mature very fast, but we the the height gene a lot of us don't have. I know I don't have it. I'm about five five six five eight on a good day. I'm not it just depends what type of shoes yeah, I'm wearing. Five ten, so I'm okay. <laughs> well, there you I'm go. You're decent, yeah. <laughs> but but tell t- tell me how the the college atmosphere is when it comes to to playing football. Um, I guess like the, the I, I guess I wouldn't call them training camps, but like the two days yeah, and stuff. The well, first that. year it was before they outlawed or banned two days. So first year to to start, it was it was when the first day I showed up, I went up to the desk to get like the check in or whatever, and the girl tells me, "Oh, soccer shows up at ten thir- at ten thirty. <laughs> no, yes. and I was like, no. I was like, oh, I'm on the football team. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, it's fine. That's yeah, great. I walk into the room. It's like 95, percent you know, African American, and then the white guys, and I'm like the only Mexican in the room. So I was like, I understand where she was coming from. Wow, that's awesome. 
Now, did you did you go on as a scholarship? Were you a walk-on? Uh, yeah, or yeah I got a scholarship. See, that's the thing a lot of people don't know is that if you want to, like, a lot of people think if you don't get recruited, like, you won't get offers. But, like, no, you, you can just send a random coach, like, an email. I mean, maybe they won't answer if you send it to, like, like a Texas or, like, an Oklahoma. But you can you can send yeah. a D2, D3, NAIA, an email. The majority of them, I mean, if you have the grades, you have the film, like, they'll, they'll answer. So that's what I did. Nice. I just hit up a bunch of coaches. I ended up with, like, four offers. And that was the one that I liked the best, I guess. And, and that's the one that I talked to the coach the most. So then when I got there, my first year, I was a corner. And the week before I got there, the coach that recruited me got, like, an awe coordinator job elsewhere. So that sucked. Yeah, that sucked. So it was, like, a new coach. They didn't know me. They didn't recruit me. I wasn't anybody. T- so, you know. All camp, it sucked. Like, the dude didn't pay me no attention. He didn't care who I was. He didn't care anything about me. And it sucked because I remember during that first camp, I made a lot of, like, I got a lot of interceptions. I made a lot of plays, but he didn't care anything about me. Man, that that sounds tough, man. So so given the, the whole – this is all I really know about college football is – Stars. So, if you had to give yourself a grade on stars, what kind of star recruit were you? Were you a three star, a four star, zero five and star? a half at most, at best? Zero, ne- ne- negative, two. negative one and what, one and a <laughs> negative two. <laughs> yeah, man. If you're playing NAIA, you're not you're not a star player. Stars are for people that are playing like D one, D two, maybe or JUCO. Oh. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's that's cool, but I mean that's cool, man. I, I mean you, you got to experience that as far as college. Not a lot of kids. Yeah, NAIA is for the people you know. that want to keep playing, and then you have maybe one to ten guys that are like really good, but are maybe just there's something stupid, and that's why they're there. And then you have like gotcha. 40, 50 guys that swear that oh this coach hates me or this coach doesn't want to give me a chance, or they just have an excuse of why they're not at D one, and that's why they're playing NAIA. Oh, at least, at least at yeah. my school, because you then you do have some NAIs that are really good and they have some serious talent, but you yeah. you'll see the difference between them and a D one guy like easily, like you'll see the difference. That's that's interesting, man. Well, that's cool, man. That's cool to know that that you were able to experience that uh, out from our, our little our little our little hole in the wall down in the Rio Grande Valley, man. That's that's I know that's where we're from. Um, so I know not a lot of people make it out from there, especially make it on even to college. Um, but yeah, dude, congrats on that, yeah. man. I guess I, I know that's probably an experience you'll you'll never forget. Um, how many it, how many games did you play in up there? Did you play like a full season? Were you there half First a season? Year, I redshirted, so it was just party time. And then second year, okay. I, I started as a kicker, played six games, and after we were 0-6, I quit. I was like, this is – I'm not having fun. We're just getting our asses kicked. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> See, this is what – our conference was called the SEC of NEIA. And it wasn't it wasn't oh. a joke. We, and we, we were Vanderbilt, and we were playing. So okay. we were the crap of the, of the freaking conference. No. Yeah, we the worst. Oh, so we played gosh. the number one team in the country, the number three team. I think it was the number eight team, the number like seventeen and twenty-four. So like all our all our conference games, maybe except for one, talking about the top twenty-five teams in the country. And like two of those conference games Shit. are against the number one, number three team in the country. So it's like every single time we played number one team or three team, it was like seventy zero, you know, sixty to fourteen. Like it it was bad. It wasn't any fun. It was a It was a, it was a stomping. Yeah. You were getting shellacked. Shellacked. 
pretty so much it was like waxed. The only thing, like the thing I remember the most about, like my sophomore year, was Texas was playing, uh, who was playing USC, and I was pissed because like, we play on Saturday, so I couldn't see it. So, so yeah, so we <laughs> drive up to I think it was, I it was in Iowa, I think it was in Iowa. That game was in Iowa, or if not, it was either in Michigan or. It was around one of those, you know, Midwestern states. So we're mm-hmm. playing, I think it was like number 14 team in the country. And opening kickoff, my coach says, squib it down the middle. And I'm like, all right. And then there's supposed to be nobody in the middle. We watch film all week. There's supposed to be nobody in the middle. She's going to kick it right down the middle and it's going to travel all the way down. And then they're going to have to, you know, fight for it over there in the back. So we line up. And yeah. There's a fat dude right in front of me. <laughs> so I'm thinking, should I kick it over him or should I kick it right at him? Like, what? I was like, coach should kick it down the middle. I'm gonna kick it right down the middle and I'm gonna aim at this motherfucker. So I I kick yeah. it right at him and it hits him in the back of his calf. The ball bounces right back to us. We recover the ball. Opening kickoff. That's like the best, yeah, no. best moment I had. We recovered the opening kickoff. After that score was like 63-0. I never got on the field again. <laughs> that was it. A highlight. Hey, highlight. Put that on the highlight reel. Well, that's the only thing I did because it was the opening kickoff. So I didn't get to – we didn't kick no field goals. We didn't kick off. I was in the sidelines just standing there watching them just drive up and down, up and down on us. Good God. Did y'all – well, oh, no, then y'all received second half. Yeah, that, that's off, the only so yeah. time I saw. And then I remember after that game, my buddy texted me. He's like, hey, are you watching the game? I was like, what do you mean am I watching the game? I just – Got my ass kicked. Like, what do you mean? Am I watching the game? <laughs> so he's like, "Bro, Texas is about to score and might win." I was like, "Bro, FaceTime is more important than my game." So he, so wow. I'm in the bus and everyone's just there, like, uh, like whatever. I'm in the back going crazy because Sam like rolled out and threw a touchdown, and then it went overtime. Yeah. That game went overtime. They lost in overtime. So I'm in the back, like going off. My coach is like, "What the hell is going on back there?" And I'm just like, hey, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be talking right now, but you know, kind of wasn't my fault. I got slapped, but you know, like I, I just, uh, I just kick. <laughs> okay, no big deal. No, I'm just gonna be back. Yeah, here. in the back. I'll take, I'll take my pizza and go. Yeah, that's what we got every week. <laughs> we got like a whole pizza. It was like Papa John's, you know, before the whole gamble. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man! I in in high school, our coaches had had a name for for guys. Oh, you mean the, they the burger snatchers? The burger bus, well, burger busters. Uh, we'll burger snatchers. Just snatch your burger and go, boy. The, oh yeah, they go burger busting. They don't want to play coach. Yep. Just over there, burger busting. Yep, we had a bunch of those in high school. <laughs> oh man, cool man. Well, I, let's see. So we'll um, that's good. Like I said, that, that's a, that's a nice little story. We'll, we'll relive your highlight film one of these days. That's it. Play it on whenever we, we we get a YouTube channel on, and we'll we'll, we'll uh, put It'll that highlight one play in, one play you covering small little ten second clip. Probably like six uh, seconds. It's just the kick it bounces right back, <laughs> and the guy that was right next to me recovered it, and you just see me in the back going crazy. There you go. There you go. We're about to win this I game. Ever, I, I like it, you know. You know, you, you know, you feel like you ever see those games where like, you know, they might upset them, you know, but they need some crazy things to happen. That's the crazy thing, and it happened. And then, after, it and then after that, you know, they just reminded us who the fuck they were and who we were. Yeah, reality. Oh yeah, in. it was bad. It was so bad. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <clears throat>
Yeah, the cream rises to the top. The cream rises to the top. Oh, yeah, Minji. Let me tell you something right here, right now. Oh, yeah. The Macho Man is going to go and break down Hulkamania because Hulkamania doesn't know what the Macho Madness knows here. If y'all don't know, that is Macho Man Randy Savage, a great wrestler uh, of my time. Uh, I hope I did his impression pretty well. I hope I did him justice. He has passed away. Uh, but right now, we're going to have a little wrestling ramble. So, uh, me and my buddy D-Lins talk, dive into a little bit of wrestling. I uh, hope you guys enjoy. So, let's let's talk a little bit um, about wrestling, man. I'm I'm a huge wrestling fan. I haven't had somebody on the podcast, on the show um that i'm able to talk too much wrestling with just because they're not as educated or as informed as i am uh when it comes to wrestling i know you're a huge wrestling fan uh we we both cheer for a little bit of the same group uh when it comes to nxt which is the the yellow and black brand for wwe then you have smackdown you have monday night raw and now you have aew you have league of honor out there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you have Ring of Honor out there. Uh, you have uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling out there, MLW, CCW. Uh, so there's so many yes, different That's where you go off right the road, man. I'm WWE, and that's it. You see, and that's, and that's nothing. That's not your fault <laughs> because of your age. I mean, I've I, I watched wrestling since I was like nine, but it's just like, you know, I just want to watch WWE, and that's it. To me, it's like I, I've heard about – all these other brands, Japan, all that stuff. I'm like, man, I just want to watch WWE because if they're really good, they're going to end up in WWE. And everyone that goes to Japan Wait. ends up in WWE. Yeah, and 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 that and the thing is, unfortunately, that's nothing that's your fault because that's kind of the same boat like my kids are in right now. So I got a 10 and a 15-year-old. Um, but all they know is WWE because that was the only thing that's around. See, but what sucks for them you know, is the only maybe, thing maybe not for your 15-year-old, but for your 10-year-old is, See, I got to see the good days. See, I, I got yes. to see when it was crazy, when there was, you know, these epic storylines, this epic, like, just endings where you were like, what the hell? Like, especially as a kid, so you believe it. So it's just like, you're yeah. in it, like you're in it. And nowadays, it's kind of like, you know. Stale. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say stale, but it's like, see, I, I'm not the type of person well, that'll Google stuff up. Like, like, when I was to WrestleMania, there was a guy in front of me that was like, Oh, I already know what's gonna happen, and I'm like, bro, shut up! I don't want to know what's gonna happen. Like, like, why did I come to WrestleMania just to know? Oh, this guy's gonna win, this guy's gonna lose. Like, no, I want to be here and experience it. Like, if I'm gonna watch wrestling, I want to experience it. And then my buddies are like, "Why are you gonna watch Raw? It's gonna happen. That's gonna happen." I'm like, bro, I don't pay attention to like, you know, all those reports, all these like, oh, this guy signed a contract. Like, no, I want to see it and react. Absolutely. So you're you're not about the dirt sheets. You're no, not about the rumors nope. and innuendos. Nope. And I, I, like my friends, like bro, you didn't know you signed a contract like three months ago. I was like, bro, I don't care. Like, what's the fun of knowing? Oh, this guy's coming back. Like, no, I want to see it and be like, holy shit, this guy just came back. Like a surprise. Yeah, the way, it the used way to be. exactly. Because back in the day, you didn't know what the hell was going on. Because there you was know, no Twitter. There was the, the dirt There was sheet. nothing that we had. And that's the thing nowadays. Everything everything gets leaked out so so quickly and so easy now. Before it was all the dirt sheets. So, I mean, so being that you're you know 21, 22, man, um, tell me what was your first, I guess, initial 
memory of wrestling? What was it that brought you into it? And, and who was the superstar that, that you just saw, like, okay, I want to watch wrestling, or this is something that I'm really into? Uh, it was my best friend that introduced me to it, like, childhood best friend. And he was like, hey, bro, this wrestling. I was like, what the hell is wrestling? I was like, my parents don't let me watch that stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, they're not going to let me watch that. So I'd go to his house every Friday, and we'd watch Friday Night SmackDown. So I got into it, and so I started watching Raw. Man, every single time those bra and panties matches would come on, all that stuff. Uh, my, if my brothers were around or my parents were around, they'd turn it off so fast. So it was like every show there was a bra and panties match or something around that nature oh, back yeah. in 2004, 2005. So it was like every single yeah. time that happened Monday, get turned off. Go to his house on Friday, watch SmackDown. So then I started watching, mm-hmm. I think it was during 2006 was when I got into it. It was a DX. So it's like Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. and Triple H. I was like, dude, dude Shawn Michaels, this guy's the goat. This guy's badass. So I watched it all up to like 2009. And then that's when he retired and I quit on wrestling for like eight years. So I was like, nope, nope, fuck this. Uh, this guy's my favorite wrestler. You guys let him lose. You guys let him leave. You know, as a kid, I'm like, nope, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't watch wrestling until like three years ago because of that. Okay. I got you. Okay. Oh yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit further, further back. Um, I, you know, I, I go back into the territory days and a lot of that has to do with my brothers. I have two older brothers. Um, it's, uh, let's see. So we're from Texas. We used to watch a lot of, uh, WCCW, which was out of Dallas in the sportatorium. So a lot of Von Erichs. Um, the fabulous Freebirds, you know, th- those type of, of players. Whenever they had, they sold out Texas Stadium, the old Cowboy Stadium. Um, you know, I grew up watching a lot of that, a little bit of, of Turner as well. Uh, so a lot of the old stuff I, I, I really liked a lot. I, I can remember, though, the, the one thing that drew me in, you know, I, I was a Hulkamaniac, man. I was a Hulkamaniac <laughs> through and through. But, man, you know, I was I was in. It, it, you know, he came out each you know, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, all that stuff. Little did we know what the vitamins were. They're really roids. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> roids and more roids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The 24-inch pythons, buddy. I'm not going to get that by lifting five-pound nope. dumbbells, but – and a jump rope. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I could remember – I mean, the the that's really what pulled See, me I'm, in. I'm not a the, big Hulk Hogan fan. I got you. I got me, you. It's, it's, it's the rock, and that's it. Like, when we're talking okay. about, like, the old guys, the old timers, it's like, because I've gone back on the network, and I've watched, like, all of 2002, all of 2003. Right now, I'm, like, in 2004, <laughs> and it's like, there's such a difference from those three years, from 2002 to 2004, and it's just the difference of, it's the rock. Like, every single time his music hit, the show changed, the atmosphere <laughs> is just different. And that's still, I think, my favorite WrestleMania match was Hulk Hogan. And The Rock and WrestleMania 18, which like icon versus icon, like it was Bro. insane. I was watching that on here at my house, and I'm like going crazy because I had no idea who was gonna win, no idea what was hap- was gonna happen. And I see all these people. There's like no phones in sight, just a bunch of people with like those old cameras, cameras, yeah. the old disposable yeah, cameras, just blasting pictures and going crazy at everything that's going on. And man, my man, that that match that you're talking. I'm oh, sorry, interrupt. That match though, that match is one of the one one of at least top five matches in my uh, book. For me, yeah, too. I mean, not 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 the 
most technical or catch as catch type style. It's not a. It's not a. It was a like an old style. Funk Junior. Like an old old school wrestling match. Like it wasn't anything special or anything like out of the ordinary. Like basic <laughs> moves, but it was just The Rock and Hulk Hogan. Well, the thing the thing that that you know Hogan always is is it's always a, a knock on him is that he was never a good wrestler, which you know he, he could if he wanted to, but that just wasn't what people expected from him. He was six seven three bills you know so you're you're a hard hitting pounding power slam power moves you know what i mean but i could remember that match and i remember vividly the the crowd was not what they even expected because i know they interviewed they interviewed hogan and i've seen a couple interviews where he talks about that match and it was it was a turn like okay they're playing off the crowd and the crowd at the time was pro hogan when he was supposed to be the antagonist, the yeah, because he was while the, the Rock was supposed to be the baby face. NWO, yeah. yeah, and and lo and behold, man, WrestleMania rolls around, dude. Everybody's losing their mind for Hogan, yeah. and, and I, I I lost my mind when I was watching that match, dude. I was like, yeah, like Hollywood, let's do it. You know, old red and yellows coming out, but it's just like, man, just the way they played to the crowd, and and to have that that you know that ability to manipulate, not so much manipulate, but just have the, the crowd in the palm of your hands. I mean, they weren't doing anything special. Yeah. They were locking up. For, I could remember they locked, locked up. up like four boom, times. First time. threw him back. Yeah. Yes. He threw him back and, and, and the crowd would pop when he threw the rock yeah. down. Just he, the basic, he, he, like, he would just flex and, and everyone was like, ah. <laughs> they were just losing their mind. Oh, like, he just man. threw him down. Like, what? Thank you, my love. Thank you. No, I'm sorry. I just I had to have to reload here on the drink, and I will drink to that. I'm, man, I'm, I'm forgetting. About, I'm forgetting about the whole premise of the show is drinking to that. Um, but I've I've finished my Michelob Ultra, and I'm, I'm uh, oh man, I, I'm afraid to tell you, man, but I'm, I'm busting out a white. Oh, uh, here we go. Oh uh, yeah, here we go. Tell you what. O-Tone, O-Tone Diggs got me on the white claws, man. They're they're good, but I'm not. They're good, lie. but they're. They're girly drinks. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I like it. Oh, I like really it. good. I know they're really good, Look but up. they'll sneak up on you. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm barely on the second one right now, but oh man, yeah. But going back to yeah, he would start flexing. He was doing his old Hogan moves, and the crowds were just going wild, man. Oh man, and I, I, I mean, I grew up through the Attitude Area as well. I mean, Attitude Era. I was a Stone Cold fan. I was a big Brian Pillman fan as well. Um, yes, I was you know, never a huge Stone Cold fan. It never was. Really? I guess it was because I didn't grow up in that whole era of like, like screw, like screw uh-huh. the man, like, like rebel. Oh, you're too yeah, young. I'm too young for that. I, I think you, you still, you, you still didn't know what work yeah, was. Yeah, no. Time, so I, I guess, guess. And even now, I'm like, yeah, like I don't know, like it. I don't know. I guess it was cool back then because er, back then, like everyone wanted to like, beat up their boss and like see Stone Cold yeah. do it. It's like, oh, it gives you that kind of like feeling but even now i'm like i don't know like if i had to pick one guy cause it's the rock the promo the rock the jokes the moves the look of it all it was just yeah it was just different it it is man because it's a lot of it has to do with how you can talk yeah. i go if you're if you have the gift of gab and you're able just to talk and just go off the dome and just throw a promo out I mean that's you know that that's that's money and apparently in the industry. So here we go. We'll, we'll we'll have a little challenge here, man. 
How about you throw a promo on me? Can you can you go? I don't off, think I can. Can you go off? Can you go off the dome and 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 throw a promo? I think on I have me? to be like in the moment. I can't just like you gotta be. I can't the... just do it like I can't just do it like Pat. You can't. You know I can't just I can't just like do it like that. I do it sometimes with my buddies, but when it comes to like football and stuff like that, but it's really just to piss him off when he's like you when he's you. like talking about like the Cowboys <laughs> stuff, like the Cowboys. They're playing the Bears, bro. The freaking Bears, Khalil Mack, bro. And I just start going off from there. He's like, "Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up!" Well, let's see, let's see, let's see you, let's hear you cut a promo. Let's just say on the Seattle Seahawks. Now you could bash him, or you're going against somebody. I mean, I don't give a shit. Let's just see what let's see what kind of promo skills you got. I don't know, man. Because I'm conflicted, man. Because you know I love my team, but 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 we stink right now. Okay, I'll give you. Do it on the Cowboys. You love, you hate Cowboy fans. You hate the kid. Come on, come on. Let's go off the door here. Joke, bro. Like, let's go. That's that's that's. See, I just stick to the memes nowadays on Facebook, and and that gets that gets all the Cowboy fans. We're going. That's that's hilarious because I you you it's funny because a lot of kids now like they can't they talk with their with their Twitter yeah and their text just messages and stuff and that's how that's how they yeah. talk it memes yeah and I it's it's funny. I think about I went to a um to a trail of lights here in Austin that I was at and um I bought some kettle corn they have kettle corn there so I bought some kettle corn for the the kids and the wife. But they gave me the bag, and it wasn't warm because you know how whenever they make kettle corn, it, it usually comes out nice and warm. But they gave me one of the bags that were just, like, sitting there. So I was like, okay, cool. And there was a couple kids there, and I was like, man, this is really warm. Like, I take back to the house, warm it up. I don't know if there's a way to warm up kettle corn. Excuse me. So then I go up to the kids, and I go, hey, kid, hey yo, bud, how, uh, is there a way to reheat this up? And, like, these two kids just, like, look at me with this weird look in their face. And then they look back at each other. And then they look at me. I go, "Do you need me to text you, or <laughs> you know?" And then they they just start dying laughing because they didn't know what to. It's like it, it's like if I was speaking another language to them, and, and I told my wife, "Like, do you want me to text you what I just had?" Like, it's just it's amazing because like these kids don't know how to talk. They like he just both of them just froze up, and then they turned and looked at each other like they didn't know what to say, or if I was like speaking another yeah. language. So I thought that was just hilarious, but that's fortunately that's kind of the way the generation is now. I mean, uh, people talk. Yeah, to I know how to talk to Twitter, stuff, stuff like that. It's like, man, when it comes to the Cowboys, it's like there's not much to say, man. Y'all just, just it's like it's like that it's like that girl, bro. It strings you along, strings you along, strings you along, and then boom, she's gonna side piece you at the end. And you know it's gonna happen. Ooh. And then the next time she talks to you, you're gonna go back and you go back and you go back and you go back and you think, mm-hmm. oh, this is, this, this is my chance. It's gonna happen. Boom, comes out with mm-hmm. some Randall dude, some freaking John dude, and you're just there again. You're like, okay, I'm over it. Next year, here we go again. String you along, string you along, and it's every year. It's the same thing, like. I don't know how Cowboys fans do it. It's literally the same joke every year. Hey, man, I can't, I can't argue to that, but I will drink to that because it is fucking true, and it happens every fucking year. I will tell you one thing, though. Let me see if I let, let me see if I could if I could cut a promo just here real quick with the Cowboys. I'll tell you one thing, though. These Dallas Cowboys, man, they're gritty. They're going to be down in the trenches. They may be down right now, but I'll tell you what, they're going to come up. Now we may have a little little uh, clapper. 
clap fan as a coach, but that's not our problem. We got to get these kids. We got to get they got to get their mindset right. They got to get some fire in their ass. You got we got to get Dak to the future. We're going to the future with Dak to the future. You got to feed Zeke. You got to get Amari Cooper. You got to get the old man Witten. He needs to get back into the game, and we're gonna pull this off. Little did you know that we're gonna make this Super Bowl run. One by one by one by one, they all will fall through the NFC. We'll march on to the Super Bowl. If it's the Patriots, if it's the Ravens, it's the Bills, they might as well be nobody because why? We are going to the championship. And that, my friends, is undisputed. If they would make the Super Bowl, I don't know if you want to see the Ravens. <laughs> Oh no no! I was just trying, you know, trying yeah. to pump up my cowboy fans there. And that little that little tidbit at the end is a is a group that we both like very very much oh, in, yeah. in NXT. It's called the Undisputed Era. Um, All right, guys, are you still here? Are you still listening? And that is great. I really do appreciate you guys sticking around this long, uh, pretty long episode today. And I do appreciate you, like I said, listening. Uh, I am going to be sending a link out to everybody. So if you want to send me some uh, topic ideas, some messages, you can leave me a voice message. Uh, you could also reach me on Twitter. I'm at Zach1884. Um, and that's at Twitter. That's Z-A-C-K-A-T-T-A-C-K-1884. Or you could also drop me an email, Zach1884 at Yahoo.com. Um, if there's any topics or anything that you want to discuss, be sure to let me know and I will try to get them on the podcast. Or if you want to be a guest or anything like that, just let me know. But let's go ahead and bring it home. And I really appreciate all of y'all listening. Uh, y'all have a great day. and God bless. But yeah, man, this this has been fun, dude. I know it's getting a little bit late. I appreciate you coming on, D. Lentz. Uh, so I'll I'll just open it up to you, man. You got anything else you want to talk about? Anything that that's on your mind? We're pushing about a good hour and fifteen minutes already. So, um, you know, I want want to see if you have anything else that you want to discuss. I know it's getting a little bit late. Yeah, man. Today was just the worst day ever, man. Seahawks sucked worst it up. Worst day ever. I lost both my fantasy championships. I got it. We did. You I got did. A ticket. You know, it it it's piled <laughs> up on me today. It's a bear bad news. Yeah. Just got that cloud hanging it over you right now, Sunday. man. Yep. Trying to get some pizza, get pulled yeah. over. I'm like, I'm, like uh-huh. oh, I'm already losing my fantasy game. CX probably gonna lose later. <laughs> are, are you really gonna do this to me right now? <laughs> like, okay. Oh man, it's all right, man. It's all right. What's the saying though? It, the the darkest dawn or something like that before the dawn of, what is it? that shit <laughs> the, 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 the night is darkest before the dawn or some shit like ah, that don't worry don't there don't is worry. no dawn I lost the championship <laughs> oh. hey hey we're on, we're on to basketball then we'll no, go to basketball man, fantasy so. or go play hockey hockey fantasy or something Hell like that, no, it's going to be a depressing <laughs> next like six months knowing that I left $600 on the table the Seahawks oh. finally, finally had a team that could win it all, which I did not think before the start of the season. And then just uh-huh. like, well, was it 2014 or 2015, everybody got hurt. Everybody. I think that's the year when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. We kicked the brakes off those boys in Seattle. And then what happens the next week? Richard Sherman tears his, tears his Achilles. And then Errol Thomas uh. breaks his leg. 
and then Cam Chancellor gets hurt. So now we're Legion of Boom, Legion of Who. No one knows who the fuck these oh, yeah. guys are. And then our running backs <laughs> got hurt that year. Too. I remember that's the year that Russell Wilson threw like for 16 touchdowns in four games. So they're throwing the ball four times. I mean, like 40 times a game. And then we went against Minnesota when that dude missed the field goal. And we get stomped in the divisional, but we could have won that Super Bowl. I know for a fact. We stay healthy, we win. This year, coming to the season, I'm thinking, okay, maybe we go 8-8, eight and eight, maybe we go 10-6. and six. We're losing the divisional. Then Seattle comes in like that pretty girl. Double Ds. Nice little hits. <laughs> nice little Latina. And then, boom! Side pieces of me in fucking two weeks. Everybody gets hurt. And now I know what's going to happen. Now, would we say she side pieces you or does she friend zone no, you? Man, that's, what they, that's what she did. That's what the Seahawks did. <laughs> she didn't even side piece me. She just like ditched me for another dude. Didn't even say nothing. Oh, Everybody that's got awesome. hurt, man. It's like, I already know what's going to happen. I'm just happy. I'm really happy we're not playing Cowboys because if we would lose to the Cowboys in the freaking wild card again, I'd lose my mind because after last year's game, I was ready to scrap. I was ready to scrap for some of those fools. <laughs> but I tell you what, if the Cowboys do beat the Seahawks, if some way we're able to squeak into the fucking playoffs, I will definitely drink to that, <laughs> my, my man. And I'll drink, and I would drink white fucking claws all over that. All if over that like happens, five, six different white I'll claws. I'll be in the freaking, <laughs> I'll be there with you in the back drinking some tequila, listening to Ramon Ayala, because I'll be crying my eyes off for the second year in a row losing in the wild card. So I'd be there drinking with you. <laughs> Hey man, tragos de amargos. That would be me. That's, that would be me. That's what we'll do. All right, man. Well, it's been fun, but I appreciate you coming out. We'll do this again some other time. Uh, are you still finishing off with the, with your Miller Lite? Uh, it's done. I'm on my second one. I'm probably gonna finish it right now. Okay. There you go. All right, man. Well, this has been fun, brother. Uh, we'll end it off on that. You have a good night, and everybody, thank you for listening. D. Lynch, you want to send us off? Peace. Peace. <laughs>